Okay, it is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. It's going to be a truncated podcast because, as you know, Fridays are the days that I do the weekly wrap-up over at America and Bolden with Greg Bolden. And so that takes up a lot of my precious podcasting time, and I'd rather be over there talking to somebody than talking to nobody over here. So I'm going to bring up a little bit of a Mythology Wednesday on a Friday. But first and foremost, we've got the first cracks in the Western narrative when it comes to that the Ukrainians are winning the war. They're right there. They're going to push Russia all the way back to Moscow. Well, we found out today that people are saying, guess what? We're going to shift the strategies. The Ukrainians are no longer interested in taking back Crimea or rolling back the Russians. All we want to do is kill as many Russians as we possibly can. Completely different strategy. No, what that says to me is that they have gone completely nowhere. They can't get anywhere. And in order to stem the bleeding then they need to cut back on what they're doing. Now, for what it's worth, I still don't believe that the Ukrainians have committed their main units. What they've been doing so far is that they've been probing the Russian lines to find some kind of weakness, and then once they would find some kind of weakness or break in the line, they would rush in their reserves and try to exploit it and start using Blitzkrieg tactics that we've not seen since the 1940s. Unfortunately, this ain't the 1940s, and you need years and years and years of training in order to perform what the Prussians did during World War One, and also what the Prussian military cadre, or the officer corps, which was still part of the German army during World War Two, what they did during World War Two. It ain't going to work. So now we're starting to see little cracks in the narrative where there were a bunch of secretive people that are trying to negotiate a ceasefire. Interesting, don't you think? Hassan Kupchin predicted the war in the Ukraine would likely turn into a stalemate after Ukraine's counteroffensive and called for neutral organizations to oversee a ceasefire. Now, here's my thing. I really don't think this is necessarily a stalemate. I think if Russia really wanted to, they could just steamroll the whole mess. Under this approach, they said, Ukraine's Western supporters could propose a ceasefire as Ukraine's coming offensive reaches its limits. A neutral organization, either the UN, har har, or the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe would send in observers to monitor and enforce the ceasefire and pullback. Um, I wouldn't trust any one of those organizations if I was Russia. Knowing how compromised the United Nations is, this would not go anywhere. The United Nations is clearly beholden to the EU, the United States, and the United Kingdom. The United Nations are not looking at true war crimes, they're not upholding what they should be upholding and giving the world a fair assessment of what's going on and how to maintain peace. That's the problem here. And this just goes along with what we've seen all throughout these last couple of years. 
where these organizations, including the media, they're out there and their their mythos says that they are the upholders of truth. They're the ones that are going to tell you what you need to know in an unbiased way so that you are driven by facts and you're driven by science. In fact, you're driven so much by science that you actually trust the science. Well, CNN, in all of its brilliance, White House correspondent, Phil Mattingly, chief White House correspondent over at CNN, he says that it makes sense for tech companies to go along with government censorship demands. Oh, I'm sure it does, sweetheart. And he admitted that social media platforms, more often than not, gave in to the demands of the Biden administration. And he insisted that it makes sense and is probably what we should do on public health grounds. We know what they're trying to do over at the World Health Organization, so keep that in mind as well. And they regularly, the Biden admin, reaches out to Twitter and Facebook and other companies to make sure we've got public health at the forefront of our minds and we know exactly what's in store. I mean, this is just nonsense. Explain to me this. How come all of these liberal organizations and these liberal, liberal news media outlets are all about censorship? Don't you think that is a bit of gaslighting? Don't you think that is a bit of chicanery that you should be aware of? I mean, if you're listening to me, you're a lovable fuzzball capable of critical thought. So this is no news to you. But maybe you know some mouth breathers out there that can't understand why the world is the way it is and why they are so stupid time and again when it comes to anything in the real world out there. Because I'll tell you something else, that we truly, truly, truly need to start understanding that some people just need a little bit of help. We need to make sure they understand where they are in their life's path. Which brings me to Mythology Wednesday on a Friday or whatever the hell this is. Oh, and by the way, uh, no podcasts next week. I'm going on sabbatical, uh, going to study uh, sand, margaritas, uh, probably some delicious food, and also sunshine. So you'll have to do for one week without yours truly. Uh, anyway, I'm going back to the message from the Pleiades with Edward Billy Meyer, UFO guy, turned out to be a fraud. Uh, but like I said, in this book, he does come up with some interesting stuff, which falls into the mythology category. And this comes from his entry on Sunday, February 23rd, 1975. And they're talking about the progression of mankind. Now, this is something deep for a fraud, right? The life from its beginning to goal is divided, meaning the process of life goes in a number of stages by seven main steps or periods. These are again divided into seven subperiods. The subperiods may be compared to levels in school, except that they are not calculated in years, but in lifetimes. Oh my God. Could you imagine doing this for countless lifetimes? Holy smokes. And some subperiods can last hundreds if not thousands of years. Spirit life is sexless. So what they're talking about is reincarnation. Because sex is specifically characteristic of organic life to assure propagation. 
A rebirth of a spirit-conditioned human being can take place after the death of the physical body in seconds, decades, thousands of years, or millenniums. So what he's saying here is that what happens after you die, right, you could be reincarnated if you choose to go down that road. You could be reincarnated almost immediately along the timeline after your death. You could be reincarnated hundreds of years later, thousands of years later, right? It's all up to the soul and what it feels comfortable doing to continue along its path of progression. Now, they talk about they talk about the seven stages. The first stage is called primary life. And now this you have to you have to go along this timeline on a grand scale, right? We're not talking about a couple of years. We're talking about millions of years if we're doing a linear timeline. Primary life is the first one. Developed of intellect and spirit. Primary thinking of intellect and spirit, thinking of reason, exercise of intellect, reasonable actions, will thinking, will activity, reason conditioned guiding of the life. It is considered uh, bestial, not bestiality, bestial. So it's almost like an insane new preponderance of life if we were to look at it from our perspective because life is just shooting all over the place. Look up the pre-Cambrian era when you've got all of these different species just blooming. And if you look at the structures of these animals, you'd go, how on this earth did that happen? The second stage out of seven is reasoned life. Primary development of reason, the realization of reason itself. Primary acknowledgement and cognition of higher influences, belief in higher influences, belief in higher forces, and all of a sudden you get superstition, veneration of God, and fear of evil. Then you get, and this is supposedly where we are, primary cognition of the true reality, research, knowledgeable development, spiritual healing, telepathy, primary development of knowledge and wisdom. We're at the precipice, right? We're just moving along this pathway that's going to see more awareness and greater ability of discernment. The next stage, number three, is called intellect life. And this is an advancement developed of the intellect, high technology, second utilization of spiritual forces, and primary creation of living forms, exercise of knowledge, truth, and wisdom. Important to know, because now at this third stage of intellect life, mankind can suddenly start being the true creators they are by creating living forms. And no, we don't mean in a laboratory. We mean through thought and a pure heart with genuine intentions. Very important to realize that significant difference. So, acknowledgement of nature's laws, generation of super technologies, right? Wisdom and knowledge in the cognition of spiritual forces, life and knowing about wisdom, truth, and logic, right? So I think that there's a strong argument to be made that we're in this later section of intellect life. Uh, so when this book was written, we were at the end of reasoned life. Now we're well into intellect life. So we're on our way. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're well on our way. Section four is real life, clear knowledge about reality as absolutely real, cognition of spiritual knowledge and wisdom, right? Very important stuff. Reality of creation and its laws, 
living according to the creation law, purification of spirit and intellect, guided and controlled by spiritual forces and the creation of first living creatures. Now, this is different than before, when thought forms were becoming life and becoming energetic awarenesses. Now, in this section, they are creating living forms. Next is creational life, creating and the controlling of life forms, becoming God, right? Spiritual development of forces for control of material and organic forms of life, Will-conditioned mastery of life, what I want, becomes reality. Kings of wisdom, cognition of spiritual peace, of universal love, and creational harmony. We're really getting into it now. Number six is spiritual life, and this focuses on acknowledgement and realization of spiritual peace, universal love, and also spiritual creating and creation. So now you're talking about you've become so advanced that you are able to come up with new religions and new philosophies that determine the pathways of physical, organic life. And we're also supposed to experience our first pure spiritual interaction. Very, very important. And finally, this is when the this is when we finally culminate, right? Creation life is number seven. Twilight sleeping during seven periods of rest. That's what's significant about this. So you're in this twilight period. Awakening and beginning of creating in the creation as a creator during the seven periods. So once you reach the seventh period, you are now the creator of all of the prior six periods to see what you've learned, right? You've been reincarnating all of this time, and now you're going to put your wisdom to the test, creating more living forms, creating a new spirit to improve the notion of creation, and also contributing to what he calls the great spirit in creation. And the twilight sleep of creation lasts seven periods slash what he calls great times. One period or great time, you're going to love this, lasts 311 trillion years. So don't expect to remember much of what I told you in the next timeline. But now you're aware of it, assuming that Mr. Meyer is telling the truth and not the fraud that everyone claims he is, and supposedly what he admitted to. So you may want to go back, listen to those again, maybe reflect on them. But this is going to be it for me. I said this was going to be truncated because I've got things to do you know what to do with me like me find me share me last call caravan i'm throttled i don't care and also the last call podcast with chris michaels don't forget to head on over to greg bolden's twitter and follow him over there because he's going to be posting all of his shows which i endorse completely and you'll get to hear me on fridays until two weeks from now like i said i am going on sabbatical next week you'll have to maintain your courage and believe that you are the lovable fuzzball that i know you are completely